your host, Harmony Patton, aka the Paleo Ballerina. And if you want to heal your skin from the inside out, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Welcome back to Glow From Within Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today with us. And uh, I have someone else to interview here today. I'm really excited. Go figure. I'm always excited, but I am. I'm very excited. Uh, Today I'm interviewing Sarah Perkins and we are going to be talking about how to get rid of deep scarring on your skin. I think probably one of the most asked questions I have is about scarring. Uh, So many of you asked me about it and I'm actually planning to do a couple other episodes. I have a few other people to interview on the subject because there's so many different types of scarring and all kinds of different aspects to it. But this one is one that I'm like really excited about because I have pretty bad scarring with, you know, like this deep tissue rolling scars as some people call it. Um, So I, I need this information just as much as all of you do. And on that note, Help me in welcoming Sarah. Hey, Harmony. Welcome. Oh, my goodness. So first of all, you are the second person I have with a delightful accent. Oh, yay. Am I the second Brit? Yes, you are. Was that, I think you interviewed, was it Amy? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I'm half British. (laughs) You you wouldn't know it. Yes. Yeah. My dad still has his British accent. He lives in America, of course. But, uh, where's he from? (laughs) Yeah. See, I knew you would ask that. And I don't know (laughs) how, how terrible is that? I don't actually know. Somewhere in the UK. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I know he, he lived close to Stonehenge, if that's at all helpful. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I've never I've never been there and I've never actually met that whole side of my family. So oh, no way. Yeah, I it's something that I need to do. But anyway. Yeah, come over. Yeah. That's been there too. <laughs> yes. Uh and now that I know someone that's in London, you know, I can exactly. hit up London. You can come and stay. <laughs> <gasps> so exciting. Okay, well, now that I've gone way off topic. <laughs> All right, so I found Sarah over on Instagram, and in case you haven't noticed a trend, that's kind of where I I tend to connect with a lot of people, and I just I just want to say I like love your whole vibe. I feel like you're just adorable, and you know you provide great content, and your your account is pretty new, right? Like it's kind of yeah, it's like um, maybe. Six weeks old? Yeah, it's like a baby account, but I feel like you have such, like you have more engagement than I do. It's really great. No, I doubt that. <laughs> I thoroughly doubt that. But um, yeah, no, it's been fun so far. I kind of did it as an extension of my YouTube channel. So oh. it was just a way to kind of connect with people. And I mean, everyone in my real life just gets bored of me talking skinny today. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's great. I love, literally love chatting to everybody on there and yeah. Yeah. So you started with a YouTube channel first? Yeah. So that's relatively new as well. I think I started that at the beginning of this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's just really, I don't know, I guess I really enjoyed like chatting to other people that have gone through the whole experience of having acne, particularly as an adult. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to share anything that I'd learned. I sort of felt like 
when my acne was at its worst, I sort of said, if I ever managed to like figure this whole thing out that, you know, I'd love to share it with anybody else that's going through this. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it came about really, I guess. That's so great. Okay, so on that note, I would love if you could share with everyone, you know, your acne story. You can go as far back as you'd like, completely up to you. But uh, yeah, if you can just kind of tell us how you got to where you are right now, that would be wonderful. Sure. This feels like therapy, Harmony. I know, right? It's your little (laughs) therapy session right here. Well, (laughs) I guess it goes as far back as like most acne prone people's go I guess maybe it was around sort of like I want to say like 13 14 I didn't have terrible skin but I did notice that I'd like started to break out and Mm -hmm. it was kind of the hormonal yeah kind of hormonal t-zone I guess you can call it hormonal acne um but it wasn't anything too severe I kind of went to the doctors a few times when I was you know maybe 14 15 and I got prescribed the standard kind of antibiotics whether that be doxycycline or one of those um, and that didn't really seem to do anything. Um, I was, you know, scrubbing my face every night with, um, what's it like, um, some, some like oxy something or other that, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like the most drying thing ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so none of that was working. So I decided to go on the pill. I think it was when I was 16 and I don't remember going on the pill specifically for my acne, if I'm being honest, but I remember yeah. that being a symptom that I discussed with my doctor and all of my friends were on the pill. So that just seemed like the thing to do when you were 16 and you had a spot or two. So oh, yeah. I did that, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of us. Um, <laughs> and I was put on Dianet, which I think is also called Diane, maybe in some places, I'm not too sure. But it was one of the really intense ones that actually you couldn't be on for too long because it caused um, like blood clots. and Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a great one to be on. But I did that for probably about a year. And this is how, I think this is how, I, th- I think maybe it was a year, sorry. I think I was on that for about a year. But it really didn't make a huge amount of difference to my acne, probably because my acne wasn't very severe. I just noticed that my skin was clear. And, you know, I didn't really have cystic acne by this point anyway, so there wasn't really much difference to kind of write home about. Um, it was when I then decided after that year to switch on to a different pill, um, which was Yasmin, another classic one for acne, yep. um, which <laughs> I remained on for about 10 years. And quite honestly, everything was pretty much fine within that 10 years. I had, I mean, if I was really stressed and maybe sort of every other month, I'd have this like reoccurring couple of cysts on my chin that would just come and go. Um, and they did bother me quite a lot. I mean, more so than anybody else that I know who had had like couple of spots it like really bothered me mm-hmm. um so I did really crazy things harmony to be honest I did things like coming home from uni after a night out and like steaming my face and I'm talking like coming home at like two or three o'clock in the morning when you've had way too much to drink <laughs> carrying like this boiling <laughs> pan of water <laughs> can <you> imagine I <laughs> can picture it <laughs> and I was like, yeah I would have done anything to have clear skin but at this point I just sort of I didn't make any connection I just sort of thought if you have acne it's either genetics or it's, you know, something that I've put on my face. It's that makeup that I'm using that's breaking me out or, you know, whatever. It wasn't anything that I, I didn't make the connection between like eating something or lifestyle changes or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't make that connection. So um, I carried on as I was and then I kind of finished uni and I guess still kind of had these like reoccurring spots, but it was really, I guess when I was 26, I think I just turned 26 and I was thinking, I really had enough of this by this point. This is definitely mm-hmm. like, well, we're in adult acne territory now. And like, I feel like something needs to be done about this. Um, 
particularly as I'd say it was kind of getting a bit worse to an extent like it was maybe you know assist or two every month rather than you know two or three times um sorry every two or three months so mm, yeah um yeah so I was getting a bit annoyed and it was just sort of yeah it was it was getting to the point where something needed to change so I decided overnight that I was going to research this um as a holistic kind of well, from a holistic standpoint, so instead of just thinking what was I putting on my skin, I started to think, you know, what other factors are going to play a part in acne. Um, and so I remember sitting over the Christmas holidays, and I decided, right, I'm gonna, this, you know, I'm gonna eat. I think I actually started by saying I was going to eat only whole foods, which, if I'd stuck to that path, I would have had a completely different outcome to to where the story is going. Mm. But I decided instead, I yeah, I, I would go through this whole eating whole foods, which lasted a couple of weeks. I then went down the rabbit hole of YouTube and decided, actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be a high-carb, low-fat vegan, and that mm. is going to be all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, was it? It was, it was not all the answers, I think, to um, cut a very long story straight. Um, to cut a long story short, sorry. So I, in that time, decided to quit the pill because I was – going to yoga classes I thought I was just like this picture of health that right was, you know eating fruit and vegetables and yeah and I, I and to some to some degree I was really loving it because there was lots of aspects of that that really obviously would have helped my skin if I wasn't so a obsessed with clearing it like to the point where I, it just took over my life um, yep. and then when I stopped the pill I would say within two months what was mild acne turned into really severe cystic acne covering my cheeks um really really deep acne and it was just progressively getting worse and worse and worse um what did i try i tried a whole bunch of things to be honest but i tried things like estroblock i did that for two or three months i saw i've seen so much about that and i've been oh really (laughs) that's like one of those ones i've seen a lot of and never tried how what was your experience with that just curious uh yeah so i mean i i reckon i gave that a good go to be honest okay (laughs) i did that for four months um and i can honestly say it did either nothing or it contributed to my acne being worse okay um so i have to say (laughs) i i did speak to lots of people who are like i don't know if they're like representatives i guess yeah that's what i always wonder yeah I don't know. So I found this. I found this girl on YouTube, and she really, you know, had had the same sort of story, or I could really kind of relate to her story. And she said that this like worked like amazingly well. So I gave it sort of yeah, maybe three or even four months. And I guess you should never expect one thing to be like the magic cure all. But mm-hmm. I really, I I really expected it to be like life changing, and it, it certainly wasn't. And if anything, I think if I had just sort of I don't know, not being so obsessed with that one thing, trying to clear my skin, I might have discovered other things in the meantime. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I I did that. I also tried things like Vitex, which again, I think, you know, can probably be beneficial to some people. But for, for me, particularly not having my hormones tested, I was just kind of throwing everything at it and it, it, it wasn't sticking. So um, yeah, so I guess this went on, yeah, for good, four or five months. It might have even gone into the sixth month and then I just had really had enough um, I, I got to the point where I just honestly wasn't leaving the house. I was calling in sick to work. I, everyone at work, everybody in my life noticed that I just, I just wasn't speaking to anybody anymore. And it would really, it really taken hold of like my mental health to be quite honest with you. 
Um, and I know lots of people have acne and, and manage this in a much better way than I did. But yeah, it'd been a problem for me before I even had what I would actually call acne. <laughs> I had mild acne that bothered me. And even when I wasn't breaking out, my skin was never something I was very confident with. So um, yeah, this, this really took hold. And I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the story kind of ends when I decided to go back on the pill, which I know is like not what, you know, not the cure all but I did that for sort of three or four months just to kind of get my skin back on track before I guess really giving myself like a respite to kind of work out what was I doing in that time mm -hmm. that made my skin worse and what could I do you know better in the future um so yeah I tried I tried a few things during that time as well but ultimately I went down the route of going on Roaccutane which really cleared my skin um and I weaned off the pill so I was on Roaccutane and weaned myself off Yasmin which whether this helped or not, I like to believe it did, but who knows, I could have just stopped at cold turkey and perhaps my acne would have, you know, magically cured up on Roaccutane as well. Um, so yeah, and then I guess after Roaccutane, which I finished about a year ago, maybe just over, um, the first month was great. And then the second month, my acne just slowly started to return. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't anything as bad as it had been the first time I came off the pill. But it was enough to make me think, you know, all of this planning that I've done for like a year and, you know, yeah. I would almost put together this game plan to not get this acne again. Um, but yeah, it did slowly come back and I, I wouldn't say it was severe or anything like that. It was mild kind of surface acne. But, um, you know, the only way that I've really seen long term kind of clear skin is by eating a really, I guess, like a low sugar, low glycemic diet is probably what I would call it. Um, but just managing my insulin and I've worked out that it's obviously hormonal. So managing insulin is huge in, in regards to managing other hormones as well and managing stress and cortisol and all these things. It's a huge collective kind of picture, really, when you're trying to clear your acne, you know, properly the right way, I guess, in, in terms of like the, the holistic approach. So, um, yeah, I, I guess the, the big difference there is when I first had acne and I first had severe acne after stopping the pill, I was eating like, five bananas a day and a ton of fruit and that's healthy but everything in moderation right. you know like you can't be <laughs> not eating like that much sugar and expect to have good. It's just, it's scientifically just didn't work really in my opinion so um yeah so now the way i'm keeping my skin clear is definitely through managing lots of different things and it's not just diet it's also managing my stress and my outlook on my skin and practicing self-love and just yeah you know taking your life and and of feeling good is essentially what I try to do and that isn't the case every day but it's definitely worked much better than any other drugs or anything else that I've thrown at my skin and um, it's, it's taken a lot of hard work but I'm sure like you can relate to this obviously because you've really cleared your skin this way and you know I kind of wish I'd taken this approach and hadn't opted out when I first came off the pill but you know it's it, I've got here eventually so yeah no no yeah. and I mean it's it's super hard you know like there there was such a long time for me that I was eating just perfectly and my skin was getting worse and worse so it yeah. is you know it's not necessarily an easy route and I think what matters in the end like regardless of how you got there is that you tried different things out for your body and you found what works and you know you found also the fact that it's not just about what you're eating, like, you know, that whole confidence yeah. and happiness portion and like kind of getting rid of that obsession, 
right? Absolutely, like, uh, yeah. 100%. It's, it's so weird because I remember kind of reading things about this when I first broke out with cystic acne after stopping the pill because I actually had like this consultation with somebody who was kind of doing a similar thing really, but um, she was sort of talking to me about, you know, practicing self-love and, and all of these things. And, and I was like, no, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 what's the supplement that's going to clear my skin? I'm yep. like, I don't want to know. And, you know, I was, it was very, you know, channel visioned, I guess. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's, it's so much more than that. It's, yeah. it's the whole package, it's the holistic package, the whole deal. So Right. And like yeah. when you're in it, no one wants to hear like, oh, you know, love yourself and <laughs> that's going to make such a difference. Like that does not feel helpful. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I guess it's also like you kind of don't know how to sometimes, you know, yeah. when you're really, when you're really, you, know, you get up in the morning and you're checking your skin and you're analyzing every part about you. It's it's really difficult to kind of practice like self-love and by self-love, I, I mean like lots of things really, but you know, really, you know, appreciating yourself and knowing that you're so much more than just like a reflection in a mirror and you know whatever acne you have it's yeah it's tough so yes not not an easy ride I agree (laughs) absolutely yeah and I just like literally I can't even tell you how happy it makes me though like sitting here and hearing you like say that you got to that point and that you like realized that you know it's all of these things that contribute to it like it just literally it literally makes me so so happy because I know that and you know, like how you were saying that you were obsessed and like desperate and you were doing all of these crazy things for your skin. And like, we think that we're the only ones that do this, but it's like so not true. Like I've told, I I went through a phase where I was steaming my face and boiling water. Um, Like, (laughs) like, I mean, yeah. And I remember, you know, there's always these like four step systems, six step systems. And it's like, it didn't matter what time of day it was or what was going on. Like I would make sure that I did it and I had to do it. Yeah. It's like compulsion almost. Yeah. Like when you stay anywhere or like, yep. I remember just going over to some friend's house and, you know, everyone else is sitting there eating popcorn, drinking like, you know, Prosecco and we were doing this like a few months ago and I was all in the back of my mind still sometimes is, oh God, well, I can't sit here and make up for another hour. (laughs) (laughs) I want to feel, I want to feel like fresh faced. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a bit of that that's, that's always going to kind of stay with me to an extent, but I'm, you know, if I get a spot now and I, I still break out from time to time. Um, yeah, which is normal. I just, don't mind yeah I go to work without any makeup on I yeah I just if I have a spot I have a spot that's just life um but yeah I completely agree it's it's you know letting go of that obsession and knowing it's not everything and you know you can clear your skin and there are ways and you don't have to let this kind of define you and take over your life so yeah yeah, yeah. so true Ugh, says yeah. us with, says us with like uh, Instagram accounts dedicated to this but you know what I mean it's yeah to celebrate the fact that we've you know um kind of work something out for ourselves and I think that's yeah really exciting and great to share with other people yeah and I mean you know like I I think it is important for people to realize that it's it's not just them like they're not alone so you know I mean I I don't think that as people that put out you know our before pictures or whatever I mean did you when you took pictures of your skin while it was bad did you ever imagine that you would put them on the internet no way oh my gosh (laughs) I wish I was that I mean I've even said I think on a couple of my posts that I wish I had found this like community 
like I think I even probably looked to be quite honest with you it just didn't really exist like three years ago it didn't it did not it didn't did it no I honestly if it it did exist I'm absolutely sure I would have found it but um, yeah it didn't exist so I was just taking photos mainly because a couple of my friends just sort of said you know you need to kind of track this because I almost wouldn't believe it if my skin did start to clear because same you know (laughs) tracking every day (laughs) I'm sure like you we were just you know at home in our bedroom just you know taking photos to see if anything could change you know that's why they all look so like depressing (laughs) (laughs) I know I know it's so true and I almost wish you know I wasn't sitting there in my pajama top half the time right that's where they all are (laughs) yep yep yeah no I I so agree (laughs) (laughs) all right okay so all right so uh first question here before we like 100% dive into what you know the derma rolling microneedling what it all is I'm curious how long after you know your skin was kind of in a good place did you decide to start working on the scars oh wow okay so I so when I decided to go back on the pill and I knew it wasn't forever it was just honestly to give myself like a respite to Mm -hmm. like you know to make me kind of enjoy I don't know not enjoy life because that sounds really sad but you know no I get that that things are gonna get better yeah I am so I started taking the pill again and I my mom and dad and my sister were going on holiday and I joined them and I was honestly back on the pill really not feeling great about doing that kind of felt like I'd almost kind of given in mm-hmm. um, so I, I did that but I, I sat the whole time on holiday <laughs> and I'd honestly been back on the pill for like a week so my, my acne was still in full force um I just sat researching scars like I, I sat there for two weeks I kid you not like on my phone <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is like sunning themselves I'm hiding under an umbrella because I don't want my acne scars to get <laughs> like 10 layers of SPF 50 right um, so yeah I, I started pretty much straight away um, and I really kind of tackled the red marks first before I tackled the indentations because I mm-hmm. thought at that point the red marks were far more noticeable. Um, I guess really once the red marks are gone, um, it, it it didn't make, you know, it was still the, the pitted acne scars that really bothered me because um, I actually did a round of laser, three rounds of laser actually for my red marks, which was called V-beam laser. And actually on this holiday is where I kind of researched which doctors to go for, um, which like um, dermatologists, you know, did this sort of laser. And despite living in London, I really couldn't find anyone. I actually found the best doctor um, or surgeon. I don't know what you'd call them. Um, I'm going to go with doctor. Uh, <laughs> the best doctor for this was in Manchester, which is actually about a three and a half hour drive from me. Um, but yeah, I, I drove all up. I literally drove up there, had the session, which took half an hour. And then drove all the way home because I was adamant that this doctor was like the perfect person for the job. So yeah, that's, that's the kind of research level I was going at. Yeah, no, I I get that <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think when I got there the first time, because he was sort of talking to me about Roaccutane at this point, and I sort of said no, Roaccutane doesn't help hormonal acne, so that's not for me. Um, and I was reeling off loads of things I knew, and even at that point, I think he was sort of taken back and was a bit like, you you need to. Kind of be doing other things with your life <laughs> 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 you've researched a lot so um yeah so I did I did that for the red marks and honestly that worked super well but it was so expensive and literally spent probably any money that I would have spent having a good time that year got spent on these 
three laser treatments. Yeah. What What was it called again? Yeah. What was? So it's called V Beam Laser. V Beam. Yeah, V Beam, which is pulse dye laser. So, I guess V Beam may be the brand or the machine, um, and then pulse dye laser is the type of laser. Interesting. I had some like acne. I, I bought a Groupon. I don't know if you have Groupon in London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bought a Groupon. This was years ago. I was still on the pill at that time, I believe. But yeah, I bought a Groupon yeah. for some kind of acne laser. It wasn't necessarily for the scarring, but I have no idea what laser it was. I've been trying to figure out what, what I got done. <laughs> That's, but, you know what, I, I, I was going to go and get laser for my acne because a couple of girls that I knew from school had done that way back like yeah. when they were at school. And yeah, I, I think, was it like a, I don't know, blue light? Or yeah, like, I think I think that might have been it. I think it was maybe like a blue light laser or something. Um, yeah. But I during that time, I mean, I got my skin pretty clear, but it's, I mean, it was just a temporary fix, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As all these things are. Indeed. <laughs> anyway. So, um, all right. So that's what you did with the the red spots. And then, so did you wait till after the red spots were kind of gone, after you were done with all those laser, laser treatments to work on the deeper scarring? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I say absolutely. They definitely recommended that I did not start microneedling until after. Gotcha. Um, but me, me being a little bit impatient, <laughs> I had, so each laser was a month apart, but it turned out that between the first and the second, um, I actually had to wait two months for whatever reason. I think it was over the Christmas period or whatever. So in that, within that time is when I did my first microneedling treatment from home. Um, and then, yes, I did wait a month after the third round of laser to continue. And I did this probably all the way up to time Racketane. So it was probably about 10 months yeah from December around to September I'd say is when I was microneedling um so yeah I can kind of go into that if you'd like um yeah um one more quick question on this uh, laser thing did they talk to you at all about um this CO2 laser which is you know like a carbon dioxide laser yeah they did and yeah I'm I'm sure that was like recommended to me quite a few times at the time um but to be honest, I felt like I'd done enough research. I mean, I literally lived on acne.org and yeah. <laughs> I hadn't found anyone that had been like Fraxel or um, CO2 laser has been like, you know, saved my skin. I, I couldn't find a report of that. And if there had been, it's because they've been doing it for years. Like they've done so yeah. many treatments of it. And I just, I couldn't commit to that. It was a lot of downtime and you know, there have yes. been more horror stories with those sort of lasers than any other. And I'm not saying they don't work because they absolutely do for some people. It just, I, I just wasn't willing to spend the money and take the risk. Yeah. Really. Yeah. No, I've, I was, um, when I got my acne laser done back then, they talked to me a lot about the CO2 laser and possibly getting that done. So I did a decent amount of research, but yeah, I found a lot of horror stories yeah. and, um, I actually have a friend who, was in Korea and you can get it done really cheap in Korea (laughs) and yeah she got yeah (laughs) she got they do a lot of like beauty stuff pretty cheap there anyway (laughs) um she was there for a while and got a few done but I think she said you know that it helped to an extent but you know it wasn't like a cure-all so I've kind of been like trying to find someone that has 
knowledge on that laser. But I find it because for, for me, in the back of my mind, I've always had this thing of like, okay, well, you know, once I can justify paying that much money, because I think it's like what, well, I mean, obviously we have different currencies, but I think it's around like $3,000 to get yeah. that laser I treatment mean, here done. Cheap, is it? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's really not. And that's for like one time. And they oh told gosh. me I would probably have to do it, you know, a couple times. And yeah, I think you have like a week at least downtime. You have to yeah. like stay indoors and essentially can't see anyone while your face is healing. Yeah, I mean, so. exactly. It just, I mean, I did that with the V beam laser. It was a week downtime. It was like mm-hmm. lots of little bruises on my face, and I just couldn't. I mean, that was more than enough for me. So yeah, Fraxel. I mean, I would love to meet somebody that's gone through that and has, you know, really rates yeah. the results. Yeah, I've been trying to find someone. So I was just curious if, you know, like they had recommended it to you and what you had found on it. So uh, if you're out there and you've tried the (laughs) CO2 laser, let me know because I'd like to interview you. I'm very curious. Um, I'd love to hear that podcast. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So, okay, that's very interesting. All right. So once you start it before, again, again, before we get into actually like what microneedling is and how you do it and all of that. How long do you think it took you to see results from doing it? Okay, so, I mean, I know they say this with lots of things, but you you really have to have patience with this. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean serious patience. I would say from the time I started, which was probably December, I didn't see results that I was, you know, like, hmm, okay, something's going on here, till about probably like October, November the next year. Oh, wow. That's like, we're talking, yeah. I mean, I probably, maybe in the summertime, if I wasn't so, I don't know, obsessed with looking at my scars, I right. some sort of difference. <laughs> and I think my boyfriend said, you know, like, it definitely was improving, but, you know. Right, for you, your standards. Fine. Yeah, for my standards, I was like, no, this is, this is, still, this is still going strong. So, um, yeah, honestly, it was really, like, nearly a year that I was like, okay, this is, this is working. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. So now this is probably going to seem really dumb, but this is also going to give you a little bit of insight as to how oblivious I am to this. But so are, are microneedling and derma rolling the same thing? Yes, essentially. Okay. Yes. So microneedling is the term given to either using a roller or like a derma roller okay. or a derma pen or a derma stamp. So, um, I think there's other there's other things that you can use as well. Like if you go to an esthetician, um, they also have things like. Do you know what I, I I won't quote myself on this, but I feel like it's like I want to say like radio or like blue light or something that. Mm. Yeah. So I looked into that and I can't remember the actual name for it. I'm really sorry. Yeah. But oh can, no, totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> but but there's definitely other ways you can micro needle. But in terms of doing it from home. Um, which is what I did, and I'll obviously go into that. But it was, yeah, derma rolling with a roller, or you can derma stamp or derma pen. Okay, and is there, is there, I mean, besides, you know, actual, like, usability, is there a difference between the three, or, like, is there one that's better, or? Well, there's loads of, I mean, people have different opinions on, like, which ones work best for their skin, because you can actually buy single needles as well. Um, so essentially, I think the reason the derma pen came around is because the roller had this reputation of essentially ripping the skin. So it would kind of, you know, fall into the skin, if you can imagine a wheel, and then kind of pull back out at mm-hmm. an angle. So, um, yeah, there was some suspicion that that was not helping. My, my thoughts on that is, actually, I don't have a problem with that 
doing that in my skin and breaking up the scar tissue because essentially if I was using a derma pen as well like you, you kind of want to, you want to break up the scar tissue so um yeah I mean different people have different opinions on that so okay I guess, I guess it depends on your skin gotcha okay so and you kind of sort of answered this question in what you just said but um if you could just kind of explain a little bit on what exactly microneedling is sure yeah so microneedling you can do this with an esthetician or you can do this from home i think it's really advised that if you do it from home that you like extensively research this because it is something that a can be quite painful if you do it wrong or it can be painful anyway but it can also go wrong in the sense that you can probably cause a lot of damage and um, mm. but essentially microneedling is really short needles anywhere ranging from 0.2 millimeters all the way up to two i think maybe even three millimeters um and yeah they are essentially tiny little needles that prick the skin um, and they promote collagen to grow and obviously that's great if you have acne scars because it helps to rebuild um, the collagen and you know heals of scar tissue underneath the surface particularly if you've had cystic acne where it's been you know quite a lot deeper than just surface acne so um yeah i guess that's it okay and um <laughs> what what size needle did you use or do you recommend <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's hard to recommend but i'll say i mean I made an actual YouTube video about this and I thought I was going to get so much stick because you really shouldn't be doing this from home. Gotcha. Um, but I, I decided to use a 1.5 millimeter derma roller. Um, and since then I've also purchased a two millimeter. Um, reason being is from the research that I did and looking at different, like like I was talking about the acne.org forum and reading people's reviews and also going online and seeing a few other people on YouTube who have been doing this. The only people that I saw that had actually know slight improvements for people that were using 1.5 millimeters or above so that's what I decided to use but I would really recommend like definitely doing a lot of research before you kind of throw 1.5 millimeter needles in your face right right um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay cool so um how how exactly does it work like obviously you know we're you're kind of rolling the thing and the needles are going in and out but what so you said it makes your skin produce collagen is that kind of like the yeah yeah Yeah, essentially that's that's the aim of the game i mean i actually went to go and see like a cosmetic dermatologist before i started and i guess this is my way of like doing research but i i went to her you know inquiring about derma rolling and derma needling um really just to find out yeah the facts behind it and how it would all work and she sort of explained to me that you are breaking up scar tissue when you do that um, and yeah, essentially you're rebuilding collagen and it's kind of bringing that new skin to the surface and it might not completely get rid of acne scars, but it will definitely help with textual issues. And, you know, they've, they've done actual studies in terms of fine lines um, and, you know, shallow pitted rolling kind of scars um, and have seen like a, a real big difference. So, um, yeah, that's why I decided to give it a go. She also did tell me in that time, you know, sort of, I guess how she would go about it if she was going to do this for me and I guess I mm-hmm. sort of stole that formula and did it from <laughs> <laughs> right uh, right yeah. so uh what was that formula <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my the formula really was that you needed to use some sort of retinol or retin a really um so like a tretinoin at the same time um so she advised using that along with vitamin c 
Um, and then I also had a look at this website where I bought everything from, which was called OwnDoc. Um, and I feel like I've spoken about them so much that I'm scared people think I'm like promoting them. I'm honestly not. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if they do want to sponsor me, great, because I've right? given them so much business. But, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, so uh, OwnDoc have like a set of, of instructions that you can download. And they said something very similar to what the dermatologist was saying. And I just thought, okay, this really is like the game plan for this. So I used 1.5 millimeter needles, a derma roller and a derma pen. I found that the derma pen was much better for like um, the more individual scars. And don't get me wrong, I didn't have many of those. Like they seemed to kind of like, like my acne was. It would be in very targeted places, like around my mouth um, on my jaw and my cheeks so mm-hmm. um, I found the derma roller better for those kind of like larger surface areas but anything that was like really deep and really wanted to be targeted on my chin particularly um, the derma pen was, was really good for so I used both and I did this on a Sunday kind of afternoon once a month um, and yeah I mean it's really not a pleasant experience and when I think about how much it hurt it, it did but I have to say, it doesn't hurt half as much as like the agonizing torture of like trying to work out how to heal scars because yeah. that emotional thing with acne and acne scars was far outweighed any kind of like pain for five, 10 minutes while you're, while you're derma needling and um, microneedling. So, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I feel like, yeah. I feel like people with acne, I mean, we've, we've all popped pimples like that can, it can get pretty painful depending yeah, on the, sure. on the acne. So I feel like you kind of, like, I feel like my face has a very high pain tolerance. Like, it can kind of take whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, honestly, I completely get that. I mean, if you've had a cyst and you try to get rid of that, then you know the kind of pain we're dealing with is. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But, um, yeah, no, so I was doing this a month apart. Um, in the lead up, the week lead up to uh, microneedling, I would use this vitamin C spray that I, that I made through... Um, I guess it was like not a solution, like a powder, like a vitamin C powder that I bought from the own doc site as well. Um, and yeah, so after I'd rolled, like it really does need to, well, it doesn't need to bleed, but it, it will bleed and it'll be kind of pinprick bleeding. Um, and shortly after your face is like slightly swollen. So I guess that gives you like some of the instant results that people talk about, but mm. I mean, they, they are definitely not permanent and they're kind of a bit of false hope if I'm being honest, because I saw that after and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that surely lived, that lasted almost like, you know, 12 hours and then it's kind of, it went, you know, reduced. So, um, and yeah, I was, I was at that time really experimenting with like retinols, um, different ones from different brands. I found that they really made me peel and I really wasn't getting on with them, but I did persevere with a few, um, but I guess really, I mean, not that I would advise anybody going on Roaccutane for their acne scars, but I, I imagine that, you know, having, you know, ingesting vitamin A rather than applying it topically had the same sort of benefits that the dermatologist was talking about, you know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't applying retin-A when I was on Roaccutane because that would have been really huh. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was kind of what I was doing for sort of, yeah eight nine months and I guess really it was sort of the summertime that I noticed that things were starting to improve um and then yeah till I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and sort of said wow you know what like it's they are they have dramatically changed it was probably about the sort of 10 month mark um which obviously I was super excited about <laughs> yeah no that's I mean honestly I feel like 
even just the fact that you had that experience, like it's pretty exciting for other people to even hear because like I said, you know, for me, I, and my forehead is particularly scarred because I had contact dermatitis in high school. Oh yeah. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, So like my forehead just has this crazy deep scarring and I've just had that, you know, I mean, since I was 15, probably 16. So I'm, I'm pretty used to it at this point. Like I don't, I don't think about it even. It's just, it's just there. But, and again, like it's one of those things that I've always just kind of been like, well, you know, I can't really do anything about that. So I think it's like, this is a pretty cool option that's out there for people that maybe just kind of thought, you know, there was nothing that they could do about like the deep scarring in their skin. Um, I mean, absolutely. I think this really is something worth trying because ultimately it's, a pretty cheap option and you can do this from home there isn't really any downtime um and yeah and, and i do think that the essentially the science is there for it like yeah, you know, researching this it, it kind of has the same principle i guess as like your co2 lasers it's just rather than laser it's a physical needle so um yeah it's just i think lots of people give up after i mean i'm surprised i, I didn't quite honestly because it it doesn't sound like me to continue something when it's not working <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know what else to do, to be quite honest with you. Right. Um, and I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, when, when you are, like, dealing with acne or acne scars, you almost feel better about being proactive. Even oh, yeah. Even not quite working. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. I think that's why people really like, you know, having some kind of topical plan. Like, they want to be doing yes. something really harsh. And, like, when it kind of hurts, you feel like you're doing more. <laughs> so true. So, so true. <laughs> That's why we all want to like scrub our skin with like, you know, harsh salts and stuff because it feels really satisfying. You're like, yeah, I'm getting it. (laughs) (laughs) So true. That was the um, St. Ives apricot scrub. I remember using that a lot. Yeah. And just being like, this this has got to work, right? Yes. It feels feels like it's working because it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And it's like. I think now I do more for my face than I probably ever have in my entire life. Like I almost never even, I oil cleansed really like religiously for a long time, but I got lazy with it while I was pregnant. And essentially since then, I almost never do it except to take makeup off of my eyes. Like I just don't do anything for my face. Yeah, yeah, no, me, me too. I have to say like the best skincare routine I've had and don't get me wrong, I've now introduced um, tretinoin again, but that's right. that's really to experiment with whilst I'm derma rolling again. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm probably only derma rolling at the moment because I just kind of want to see what results come of this in terms of like anti-aging. Yeah, I'm yeah. more than happy with like the scarring situation. But yeah, I have to say like my, my skincare routine for the last year really has just been the same as you. Like I put a bit of eye makeup on sometimes and I might take it off with some like micellar water and moisturize but yeah other than that like it's just yeah I just think less is more sometimes you don't need to overload your skin it's right it's not really needed (laughs) yeah and honestly I remember that kind of like being the thing that I wanted the most like I was so sick of using like three-step systems and you know just constantly having to like manage it yeah yeah Um, completely yeah and cover it like both of those things were two things that I just found so tedious but, you yeah. know, I always had to do it because I had this acne. So it's like that's kind of one of the best parts, in my opinion, of now having the clearer skin. Yeah, is... it feels really liberating, right? Yeah. So, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely could do with putting on some makeup from time to time, and I'm sure. Oh, you and me both. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely been in a meeting this week where I just thought, "God, you know what, Sarah? Like, could have put, could have put some mascara on." (laughs) But um, (laughs) but I just like not having to wear makeup. I really enjoy it, and I really enjoy like not having to come home the minute I get home from work. The first thing I used to do would be like to take my makeup off, and I would always feel like completely gross if I didn't. So, but now you know, like it's just just my skin so it's good (laughs) yeah 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 and it's nice that like when you do put on makeup it's just kind of like for fun and because you want to look nice yes exactly versus like you have to do it because otherwise you'll just look disgusting yeah or at least that's how I felt about it that's how I can that's exactly how I felt and yeah I mean like covering up acne it's almost like it does it becomes a bit of a chore to be honest because you're never really you're enjoying yourself, are you? Nope. So. Nope. It's definitely not <laughs> enjoyable, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of interesting, like the the science behind this and the fact that it kind of produces collagen and stuff. So would it like do you think dermal rolling would work on other types of scar tissue so like you know sometimes after people have a baby like they get that scar tissue on their stomach um that's kind of like you know textured like do you and i know i know you're not a dermatologist or anything or an esthetician but do you think it would work on something like that or is it more so for you know like texture i I don't know yeah i mean to be honest i've the only results that I've kind of seen is by like researching online and obviously never having spoken to anyone. I can't like confirm that, but yeah, yeah. it seems to be, it seems to be doing great things for things like discoloration as well. And, you know, I, you see lots of things going around on like social about, you know, banish the, the kits that you buy there. And I know yes. that their needle length isn't particularly long and it's, you know, a pretty safe bet. And yeah, I think, I think it's great obviously for letting products do what they need to and maybe penetrate like deeper into like the skin, the epidermis and things. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't see why this would ever not help to some degree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I haven't tried it. I mean, to be honest, I have a colleague at work who came up to me today and asked if, if she thought derma rolling would help with, um, like she had some scars on her legs from like mosquito bites when she was younger. Mm, interesting. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, I said she should give it a go, so I'll be excited to see how that goes because yeah, I haven't seen anybody try it on like mosquito bites. So yeah, <laughs> who yeah. knows? No, that's that's super interesting. Um, so as far as the tool that you use, uh, is there a particular brand, and where do you normally get your tools? Yeah, so I have always bought mine from OwnDoc, which is like not the most glamorous looking website, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't go on there and think, wow, you know, these are, these are like beauty products. Right. Um, but they, um, but they, they do exactly what they're meant to. They're really good quality products. Um, I've never found, I mean, I've bought quite a few from there and I've never found them to be a problem. And yeah, quite honestly, the instructions that come with it, you can really tell that someone's put a lot of time into researching this and, and cares about the results. So um, that's why I've gone with them. But of course, I'm sure there are so many other companies that yeah. that provide these. And I think, you know, if you're buying a good quality like Demerol or a Demostamp, you really are just making sure that, you know, you're not paying like a couple of quid on eBay because quite likely they're not going to be good yeah. quality. I've had like horror stories about, you know, bent needles and, you know. Yeah, I think it's not worth the risk, right? (laughs) No, no, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. Oof. Um, So, 
and I know you said that there's not much recovery time and you, you used to do it on Sunday afternoons. So for instance, like if you were to do it on a Sunday afternoon, the next day at work, would your face mostly be normal or maybe just like a little bit puffy or what did the, does the recovery time yeah. look like? So for me, the recovery time really was, was pretty easy. I'd say, yeah, if I did this at sort of like two, three o'clock in the afternoon, by the next day, if I was getting up to go to work at sort of seven, eight o'clock, I would just make sure that I barely put much makeup on. And like, when I say barely, it was probably like an average amount for most people. <laughs> um, so um, I was just using things like a mineral foundation, a mineral powder foundation, because um, I thought that would be kind of lighter. But honestly, like the actual look of my skin, it looked a little bit red, um, mm-hmm. but, but nothing crazy. I'd say slightly, maybe sometimes slightly puffier. But again, you could easily go out and no one would know. So for right. me, that was like great, to be honest. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Uh, so in addition to, you know, either the derma pen or the derma roller or whatever it is, is there anything else that you need? And I guess the vitamin C and the retinol or something along those lines is there anything yeah. else that like you need in order to be successful in this? Like, do you need special cleaning equipment or towels yeah. or yeah? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, definitely don't go without like some sort of like sterilizing. I think you guys call it like um, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that apparently the UK just do not have, or if they what? do, I can't find it. I know, right? <laughs> So I was like, okay, I need to go to I need to go to Boots and get myself some rubbing alcohol. Boots That's is like, bizarre. Um, where you'd go to get this, but that that didn't exist. So wow. um, it's called Surgical Spirit. So if anybody is in the UK looking for rubbing alcohol, <laughs> I found Surgical Spirit, and it's basically the same thing. <laughs> so, <gasps> wow. Yeah, you, yeah. See, you learn lots of weird things in your acne, don't yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah absolutely you do need to sterilize your needles and I used to leave them in like a pot sterilizing for about half an hour before I used them um, and then it's the same again um, afterwards because I guess some people use these like once and throw them away but I don't think there's really any need for that I'd say I used mine probably sort of maybe three four times um, and then maybe I sort of felt that the needles might be a bit blunt but in terms of like the cleanliness of them I thought that was all good you know yeah. so you're cleansing them properly it was yeah completely fine okay so and when you say when you said you put them in a pot I'm assuming this is like a pot of boiling water to sterilize them or um so I would put them I'd run them under kind of warm soapy water when I finish using them and then I'd leave them in a pot with the like the rubbing alcohol oh okay yeah just that they can completely is the right word sterilize I'm gonna go sterilize yeah 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 absolutely (laughs) okay very interesting so and I would, I would kind of assume since you have, you know, the YouTube channel, it would probably be good for people to watch that to get like a visualization. Is there any like method to, you know, how you roll or the direction you roll or, you know, to like actually physically sure. doing it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Again, so I mean, to be honest, I'm actually going to film like a tutorial this weekend because I made a video about like my results, but I think actually showing people how you can physically do this is probably a lot more um, informative so um but essentially really you want to make sure that when you're done rolling that you're not dragging the roller back and forth Mm, Um, okay kind of roll you kind of roll down and then you kind of lift away from the skin and then repeat that and i'd say i was doing that probably about 
a couple, maybe sort of three or four times in the same direction and then again in the other direction. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to go a bit hard at this. I'll be honest with you. It is going to hurt and you do need to pull your skin to make sure that it's kind of as flat as possible. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the least painful, if I'm being honest, was using the Dermapen. Um, and I use that on, like, the more individual scars, like I said. But you can really target them. And I, I, in my opinion, I don't know if this is just actually fact or if it was how I felt, but... I felt like that was working better for me than just generally dermal rolling in mm. my cheeks. So who knows though, it worked, it worked well. Both of them worked well. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, and uh, I know you had mentioned about, you know, your friend with the darker mosquito marks or whatever. So yeah, this, I, I know this isn't really for hyperpigmentation or like pink scars, but for instance, like I have a, um, I don't know if you I don't we weren't connected back then but I had I had a YouTube channel that I used to post on frequently and then I took a break from that because it was just super time consuming editing videos and anyway uh, I hate you. yeah so <laughs> I took a break from that but I did this whole episode about um, I have this like scar on my temple that <laughs> I like thought I was convinced I had skin cancer because it's just been there forever and it wasn't a pimple or anything <laughs> It just is like this giant pink mark on my temple. And if you ever watch my live videos or anything, you can usually see it. Um, but it's just there. So like would derma rolling help something like that? Or is it really just more so for, as we've already talked about, like the textured scars and all of that? Yeah, sure. I mean, to be honest, I feel like my scars when I started derma rolling were obviously darker than when you know when I you know where I am today but it's really hard to tell because it's such a long process when you derma roll it isn't like an instantaneous thing right I, I believe that you know if you have got marks from acne quite a lot of the time they fade on their own anyway yes. so it's so hard to tell it's really hard to give like a an honest answer about whether I thought that contributed to like the red marks fading um I, I personally believe that I reckon time would have probably done the same thing but yes they were definitely a lot lighter by the time of my I finished, you know, by the time I started Veracutane and stopped dermarolling. Okay. So is there anything else, like if someone heard this podcast and they're like, all right, I'm going to do this at home. I'm going to get all my stuff. Like, is there anything else you think that we would need to know before diving in? I mean, there's sort of, I guess there'd be a couple of other products that I used at the time, which may have helped. And they, again, I bought them on the own doc site was um, something called Infadolan, which was like um, an ointment that you put over your skin after you finish derma rolling just so that you don't peel because it can for some reason be quite drying doing this and you know you can sort of irritate the skin and it you know it does sometimes peel so I'd recommend something like the Infadilan ointment um, and I also used a serum which had um, copper peptides in there so that also contributed in my opinion to kind of re rebuilding the collagen um, so that's definitely something to look into and, and I would say you know really just going and doing some research on this because there is so much more information out there now than there was when, when I was looking into this. And honestly, there's there's a lot of people that have had great results and you just have to look at, you know, like I was talking about Banished, you know, there are so many brands making these and showing the sort of results that you can get. So yeah, my advice would just to be do some research and, and get started really because yeah. yeah, it did take a little while. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Okay, that's so great. I think this is just like super... <laughs> Clearly, I'm fascinated. I'm sitting here like asking all of my personal questions about my scars. <laughs> um, but no, I think this is actually really exciting. I I mean, one thing that I 
particularly like about the derma rolling is that it's natural, right? Like, so I'm really into, you know, only using natural products on my skin. So obviously, you know, I mean, poking needles in and out of your skin is totally natural. There's not, (laughs) there's no chemicals in that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to actually, like, I'm going to do some research myself and see if I can come up with, you know, a plan for my own skin. And I I personally want to want to try this and see how it goes um but yeah okay yeah. now I have a couple little rapid fire questions that I do with everyone I know you listen to the podcast so <laughs> you might already have been like all right this is what I'm gonna answer you know what? I, I should have prepared for this but <laughs> I, I honestly haven't <laughs> all right well then that that's that'll work out just fine because it's supposed <laughs> to be what the first thing that comes to your mind just whatever it is okay okay first question Favorite food to eat in a pinch? Oh, okay. I, to be honest, it's going to be nuts for me. So okay. like a mixed bag of like nut selection. Mm. Ideally not salted, but you know. Yummy. Have been known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite acne product? Oh, can you call a derma roller an acne product? Sure. Yes, can. Yeah, why not? We're sure. Sure. <laughs> And one thing, one thing I want to specify there real quick, though, is that um, you wouldn't dermaroll if you had active lesions, right? No, that's okay. a really good point. That's yeah. another reason to get the derma pen because then you can use that to, around to exactly and not not go over the actives. That's yeah. Yeah, I just that. I just wanted to to throw that out there in case any of you out there are like struggling with active lesions and you're like, oh, I want to get rid of scar. Yeah, you you gotta uh, wait. Yeah. So, so true. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite mask for scarring? Oh, for scarring. I guess for me, it would have had to be, um, I don't know if you can call this a mask, but I would sit in like a layer of this like vitamin C serum, which mm. I think helped take down like the redness more than the pitted scars. But yeah, I mean, I found that to be really, really beneficial. Okay, great. Um, let's see. Would you rather, and I asked Amy this question, but I like, I I like asking this question. Would you rather drink celery juice or an apple cider vinegar shot daily for your skin? I mean, I'd probably go with an apple cider vinegar shot because I don't know. I feel like that would be easier to drink, you know? Yeah. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of like green juices or green smoothies. So yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because yeah. I, I feel like those are all the rage for acne. Right. You know, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, drink, just drink celery juice. And I, I personally, I can't really speak to that because I've done juice cleanses and they didn't help my skin in the past, but I've never like regularly had celery juice in my diet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. know a lot of people are very into it. So I'm always kind of I mean, curious. I, I mean, I haven't, to be honest, I remember doing like a two week like detox, you can call it where I was doing something similar, like juicing and only eating fruit or whatever. Right. But again, like, yeah, I didn't see, I don't think I saw enough improvements. And I know I I was probably doing it the wrong way. But yeah, the juicing thing for me just, just didn't stick. So yeah, yeah, never never been a fan of the green juice, but maybe I should give it another go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, again, I don't know. That's not my forte. (laughs) All right. So that is pretty much all that I have. Uh, for you as far as questions go and um, if you could just tell everyone where they can find you on social media and all of that 
Yeah, sure. So um, I have a YouTube channel and that is just my name, Sarah Perkins. So I guess if you search that into YouTube, that should be what comes up. Um, but yeah, I talk a lot about, you know, my whole content is based on acne, acne scars, a bit about my Roaccutane experience. Um, and then I also have an Instagram, which my handle is at Sarah underscore skin story. And again, yeah, I just post acne content. So. Yay. Yeah. And Yay. well, um, I'll, I'll get with Sarah and we'll try to get some links together to put into the show notes for you. So, you know, some of the websites we talked about and maybe to some of the products um, as well as, you know, like derma rollers and all that jazz and her YouTube and Instagram and her Instagram is super cute. So you should definitely follow her. Um, I loved that post you did oh, with your, uh, it was like you as a little kid in a little leotard, uh. right? Like you would, oh. you would, the uh, ballet yeah, picture right? that, that was so cute <laughs> i was just looking at that earlier just adorable <laughs> anyway oh that God, is it for us today thank you so much for joining and you know where to find me you can either find me on my website at thepaleoballerina.com. You can always email me, thepaleoballerina at gmail.com. There's, of course, my Instagram, thepaleoballerina, or on Facebook, thepaleoballerina as well. It's not too complicated. If you have any questions, if you want questions answered on the podcast, you can reach out to me on any of those platforms. And also, if you want to heal your skin but you don't know where to start, there's always my 12-week jumpstart program. Uh, I am starting a new round at the beginning of June. So I believe this episode will actually be airing right before. Hit me up if you want in and have an amazing day. I hope you found this content super helpful and go back and listen again. All right, that's it. Over and out, guys. <laughs>